Welcome to episode three of Degrassi Talk. This week we have an exciting show as we continue to count down the days until new episodes of Degrassi. We are now less than one month away from the premiere, hard to believe. Our main discussion this week focuses on this new Teen Nick promo, of course. We actually had an entire show planned out before the promo, and we were going to be talking about our experiences meeting the cast, but then Teen Nick dropped the bomb on us with this insanity, (laughs) so we'll be going through the new promo frame by frame, and we've also got news to talk about and another giveaway, and at the end of this podcast, we'll be announcing how you can win a Degrassi soundtrack, and we'll also be announcing the winner from last week, so stay tuned for that. So, Bianca, first of all, before we get into our discussions for this week, you have to tell us about your trip to Florida, because I think we're all insanely jealous right now. (laughs) Florida was awesome. I had a really great time, Um, except for the fact that I got a little sick, and hopefully you can't hear that in my voice. I sound kind of raspy, but it was amazing. Um, I go to Florida um, at least once a year, so it's nothing new to me. I went with me and my brother um, and two of his friends, so we had a really great time. It was a little chilly, um, which is really weird for Florida, because Florida's not supposed to be cold at all. Um, but other than that, it was great. We had one rainy day, met Mickey Mouse, you know, met lots of other people. Aladdin was a favorite, and uh, yeah, it was good. How about you guys? Uh, this week for me was just school, 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 <laughs> and it was like the first week back, so every single class, they make us do these icebreaker type things, you know, like little fun games to get to know you. Yeah. And they're always really awkward because, like, they make us, um, you know, say, like, your favorite movie, your favorite TV show. But then, like, I never really know if I should say that Degrassi is my favorite <laughs> yeah, TV exactly. show. If that's really the great the first feeling. impression I want to make. <laughs> so, you know, I don't generally out myself as a Degrassi fan on a regular basis. <laughs> but I think it's a little cooler now that it's on much music. So up here at least. So yeah, that's always really funny. I hate icebreakers. I feel like they're so awkward. Yeah. It's like yeah, they are. It's like they're they're made to be awkward and like I don't know, they're just so annoying almost. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Nothing oh, really happened this week for me, I don't think. Just going back to school for like a full week cuz I haven't gone back to school for a full week in like a month and a half. So it's just kind of been like weird and just a really long week, I guess school. That's about it. Yeah, you never really do much the first week back. No. I don't think anything else happened, really, that was exciting. Except for, like, getting noticed, kind of, in the doctor's office. I went to the doctor's, and the lady who works at the doctor's office was like, oh, were you on much music? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I was. And she's like, so you got to go down and meet all of them? And I'm like, yeah. It was just really awkward. But that's about it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I love that. All right. So, um, moving on, some, feedwa- some feedback, I should say, from our last episode. Um, on episode two, we, ta- we discussed the Degrassi uniforms, and we actually got an email from Brittany on the subject who said, you were discussing public school schools wearing uniforms, and I thought I'd let you know that I live in the States, and the city which I live in do have public schools that require uniforms but I think their their uniforms aren't as costly nor as strict. 
though I know they do not have different shirt colors or any differences at all in grade levels like Degrassi does. So that's interesting because, you know, I guess there are some public schools out there that do require uniforms like Degrassi. And Degrassi's uniforms are actually a big part of the storyline this season, so. Yeah, I wonder when they're going to get rid of that, actually. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering the <laughs> yeah. exact same thing. Because, <laughs> I mean... I'm kind of hoping that they eventually go back to not having uniforms. Yeah, because, I mean, while, like, while we know that um, so like some public schools require uniforms, most of them don't. So, and Degrassi being a public school... You know, it's it's kind of awkward to see everybody in uniform all the time, and um, hopefully they get rid of that soon. So. Yeah, for sure. I don't think that like Degrassi isn't really known for having like amazing fashion sense, but it's still kind of cool to like see what the characters are wearing in each episode and stuff. Now they're just all wearing the same thing every single episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you have any comments you'd like to share with us, send me an email, Aaron at DegrassiFans.com or tweet any of us, and we'll be sure to get back to you and maybe even read your comment on the podcast uh, next week. So in the news this week, we finally have a few pictures of Landon in his new Spielberg TV show, Terra Nova. I think that's how you pronounce it, Terra Nova. I'm not sure. Anyways, the uh, first images were released in Entertainment Weekly, and you can check them out on DegrassiFans.com. You may remember that Landon was cast in this TV series late last year. And Landon plays the teenage son, I believe, in the Shannon family, which is the main family on the show. And these images are from the two-hour pilot, which is expected to premiere in May, with the rest of the series launching in fall of 2011. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how popular this show and Landon gets and how famous he becomes from this. The pictures look really good. I saw them on Entertainment Weekly, and um, he... Um, he looks awesome in it. I mean, he's holding a gun in one of them, and he looks pretty badass in it, I'm not going to lie. Um, so I'm excited to, like, watch the show, watch the pilot, see what it's about. Um, hopefully, you know, in, in my industry, I get to see a lot of these new premiere shows earlier than most people, so hopefully I'll get to see it, um, in advance and tell you guys what it's about. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to, oh, but... That'd be cool. <laughs> um, and see, like, what that's about, so... Yeah, good luck, Landon. Good for you. And yeah, you could write some kind of review or something if you get to see it ahead of time. That would be neat. Yeah, I, I, I always forget, though, if um, I'm probably technically not allowed to since it technically hasn't premiered yet or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I could definitely tell you guys, like, whatever I can from it and, like, what the, at least what the show's about because I think everybody's really confused as to exactly what the show's about um, exactly. So, um, if anything, I can give you guys that, so... Mm-hmm, definitely, and I think yeah, this. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I think it's um definitely different from his character on Degrassi, so it's just gonna be like weird, I guess, to see him in a different kind of genre of um, television. Yeah, like this show is so overhyped. Like I Seriously. heard about it before I knew that Landon was in it. Right. You know, and like I heard about other people who are auditioning for it and all this. So the fact that Landon was chosen is really cool and. I think that he's going to have no problem being really successful with it, so that will be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Also this week, uh, Much Music VJ Sarah Taylor put together a little five-minute video on diversity with help from the cast of Degrassi. Sam Earl, Annie Clark, and Shannon were all featured in this five-minute video exploring what makes them unique, and each of them share personal stories about other people's perceptions and why we should all celebrate diversity. 
not just race, race or ethnicity, but also personal characteristics that make us who we are. So you can check out the video on DegrassiFans.com. It's actually really, it's a really neat video, I thought. What did you guys think about it? Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, um, I think it was definitely good to see, you know, another side to the cast members, I guess, to see that they're, I guess, kind of vulnerable and, you know, they have flaws and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I really liked um, Shannon's part in it, like the very beginning. Um, definitely something I resonate to. I'm Asian descent myself. Um, so I thought it was a really nice way to, like, especially with, like, all the other faces that were on it. Um, I'm not really familiar with all the other faces, but um, it's nice to see that, you know, much music puts together these types of things and, you know, for tolerance and diversity and, and all that stuff. So, you know, props to much music for that. Yeah, I think the other people were just like regular kids. Oh, I didn't okay. recognize them either. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm pretty sure they were just like people they found to be in the video. Got it. Okay, I thought they yeah. were like VJs or something. Oh, no, I don't no, think so. No, the only VJ was Sarah, but I think, that was in the video. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Right, right. I think I recognized her, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was great because like diversity is such an important issue, especially in Toronto specifically because it's one of the most multicultural cities in the world. And I also really loved how they talked about other things that make us unique other than race. So like, you know, when Annie talked about being sensitive, you know, like I really related to that a lot and I thought that was interesting as well. Finally, uh, last Saturday, January 15th, Stacey Farber did a mall signing with Michael Cedar to promote their show 18 to Life on CBC. It was at the Fairview Mall in Toronto and 18 to Life is currently in its second season. So Stacey has done these mall tours with the show before. And it's great to see that they're still continuing, obviously. So Ashley and I got to go and meet her and take a few pictures, which you can view on the website. And I think we had a really great time, didn't we? Uh, yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. But uh, yeah, we did. Uh, it wasn't that long of a lineup. And um, there was people from other TV shows that we had no clue who they were. So everybody was in the lineup. Like, you couldn't just go to Stacey and Michael. So anyways... We're going in the lineup. I have no clue who, like, these people are, but they were really, really <laughs> nice. And, I don't know, maybe I'll watch their TV show, but, um, yeah. And we talked to Stacey and Michael for a bit, um, and they asked us if we watched 18 to Life, and we totally lied and said that we did. And I, just, <laughs> I totally haven't, like, and she was like, oh, um, so you, you've watched season one? And we're like, yeah. And she's like, oh, and you're watching season two, too? And I'm like, yeah. And we're just like... Lying, smiling, getting really, really like big and oh, it was just really awkward. Like, they could totally tell we were lying though. Oh my god. <laughs> I think so, maybe. And I also brought um, like one of the soundtracks to get Stacy to sign, like one of the Degrassi soundtracks. And so it was really funny because Stacy started like going through all the pictures in it. And then Michael was going through it with her, and they were, like, pointing at stuff and, like, pointing out Drake and, like, laughing and everything. And it was actually, like, two minutes that they spent going through the soundtrack and, like, reminiscing. Even though Michael, well, he was in Degrassi Goes Hollywood, but he wasn't on Degrassi way back then. Um, but still, it was really cute how they were, like, remembering the good yeah. old days kind of thing. <laughs> so I did get Stacy to sign it, which is cool. We'll probably give it away on this podcast eventually. Nice. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I, saw, I saw your pictures um, that uh, Erin had posted on Jurassic Fans, and um, I like how Stacey just hasn't changed in the past few years. You know what I mean? Like, 
her like looks like I feel like um a lot of what she looks like has just hasn't changed at all and I feel like she's a really nice person like down to earth and stuff so it's great that you guys got to meet her have you guys met her before uh yeah briefly mm -hmm. Yeah, I met her briefly at the Degrassi Goes Hollywood premiere okay. a few years ago. Yeah, and I and but then I I only talked to her for like five seconds. Right. Like I just asked for a picture and that was it. <laughs> but yeah, she's really yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I met her last year really at like the same kind of thing, but it what, was just like Michael and Stacy there. And I kind of made a fool of myself, but oh well, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the big news in Degrassi World this week was, of course, this new In Too Deep promo from Teen Nick, and it revealed so many new scenes and storylines. So in case you've been living in a cave or something, <laughs> Teen Nick premiered a new Degrassi promo on Saturday. There are two versions of the promo, one which is 30 seconds long and the other which is a full minute, and it also revealed that Teen Nick has decided to title the next batch of episodes In Too Deep which is interesting. So we're going to go through it frame by frame, but first let's get some initial reactions to it. What did you guys think when you first saw it? Um, I didn't hear that there was a new promo. Like I, I think at that point I really wasn't, I was like sick in bed um, on Saturday, and so I really wasn't checking Twitter, so I didn't really see the, the Twitter blow up on it yet. So I was just watching the marathon, and all of a sudden it came on, and like my mouth just like dropped to the floor like at the end of it because I don't know I just it's a big, it's a big shocker. Um, this promo kind of opens a whole new can of worms. Um, it kind of, kind of throws out some of our predictions and you know puts in new ones. So um, I watched it about eight thousand times after that and tried to diagnose everything and take everything in. And I thought it was really crazy and intense. So you know, t but Team Nick, you know, really knows how to uh, how to drop the bomb on us like that, so to speak. So. Um, you know, I was surprised, shocked. What about you guys? Yeah, I don't know about the name of this whole section of episodes. I, I think that, I don't know, maybe like the breaking point should have been last and then maybe the into deep and in the middle, like with the three parts. But yeah, I definitely really liked the promos and definitely answered a little bit of questions and put more questions into my brain. <laughs> Yeah, it was really funny for me because, like, Ashley and I were at the mall meeting Stacy, oh, yeah. right? So when the promo came out, I just heard about it on Twitter, and all of a sudden my Twitter was, like, freaking out, and everybody's saying that, like, Eli's going to die, and Fiona's a lesbian, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's happening? <laughs> and um, so it wasn't until, like, later that night that I got home that I got to watch it. And, uh, yeah, it was insane. I mean, really, that's the only word I can use to describe it, and... I'm definitely really excited for the episodes now, even more so than I was already, which is hard to believe. <laughs> Alright, so let's g start going through the promo, because there's a lot to talk about. So the one-minute promo begins with the Teen Nick voiceover guy saying, Coming to Teen Nick, everyone at Degrassi is searching. And then there's a few quick shots of different characters, like Claire walking up to the school. We see Eli smiling at Claire. We see a shot of Allie. Fiona fixing Adam's tie, which was really cute. I'm sure all the Fiona and Adam fans loved that. And then the voiceover guy says, Adam's looking for love. And we see a new Adam and Fiona truth or dare type scene. So is this where they first get together, maybe? Yeah, probably. I think that maybe they're, like, in the flirty stage and, like, their relationship's kind of, like, blooming. 
don't know, I guess. Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, that's our that's the assumption we got. I mean, we only have, like, what, a couple of shots to go off of. Um, so I guess we can assume that this is, like, their first kind of encounter. Um, it looks cute, so I'm all for it. They're definitely getting a lot of storyline and a lot of scenes. Because yeah. we've, there are so many new Adam and Fiona scenes, and plus there were some from before that we already knew about, too. Mm -hmm. So I think they're going to be getting together very soon, probably in the first few episodes or so. So then the Teen Nick voiceover guy says, Allie's looking for a second chance. And then we see Allie with her family talking to her mom uh, in her new school uniform from her new school. And she says, I have changed, but all this bad stuff just keeps happening to me. So obviously Allie's problems are just beginning, perhaps. Yeah, um, I'm trying to wonder, like, what, like, like what happened to her in her new school that is making her even more stressed. I mean, it really does sound like just Allie's problems are just following her from school to school, like regardless of where she goes. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, like, exactly, like, what happens to her, and um, you know, I mean, what what could be as bad as what happened to her in Degrassi? You know what I mean? So. Um, it'll be interesting to know what, what that is. Yeah, Allie's always been the one who has had to balance, like, her family life with um, figuring out who she is. You know, kind of similar to Darcy, I guess, back in season six, season seven. So, I mean, just changing schools, even if she's maybe going to, like, a more conservative school, wouldn't nex necessarily fix all of that, I think. So... I don't know, it could be somewhere along those lines again, I think. So then the uh, Teen Nick voiceover guy says, Claire's looking for a break. And we see uh, a Claire and Eli scene with Morty, which uh, Claire looks like she's stepping away. Um, then we see Claire saying, I really do need some space. And it looks like she says this to Allie at the dance, because it's also shown in the 30-second version, and she, when she says, I really do need some space, she's saying it to Allie. Um, but then Allie says, uh, does Eli know that? And uh, like I said, it looks like Claire and Allie are at some kind of dance, so some kind of uh, school thing coming up, because they're all dressed up. And uh, so what is going on with Eli and Claire, and why does Claire need this space? Oh god, I hope it's nothing too drastic because I love them <laughs> together. Um, uh, I think, I mean, the only thing that I would think Claire would would back away from Eli is if they actually got together and hooked up and, you know, and if they had sex, um, which I'm assuming that they do, that that does happen this season. That's my assumption, my prediction. Um, because, I mean, she's like, I think she, like before all this, she's fully smitten with Eli, and I think only something like this, I mean, unless he's really, unless he's really, really clingy for some reason, which we've never really seen Eli do before, uh, I mean, that's the only thing I can see that would back, would back Claire away from Eli, in my opinion. Yeah, I definitely think he might become a little bit clingy. I mean, he has his hoarding problem, and, like, hoarding, I guess, is clinging onto things, so maybe, you know, He's kind of clinging on to Claire because Claire's kind of the only person who he has in, in his life right now who's kind of, like, stable. 
I guess. Well, not stable, I guess. Claire isn't really stable, but um, she ha she's more grounded, probably, than his parents are. Yeah, I think that, uh, obviously, we know that there's going to be more to this Julia storyline, too. So, and Eli and Julia were in, like, a very intense relationship, given their age. I mean, considering Eli is in grade 11 now, and Julia died about, I think it's supposed to be, like, a year ago, you know, obviously, Eli and Julia were, like, in a serious relationship when they were, like, 14. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so perhaps Eli is taking, like, a similar approach with Claire, and they, like, their relationship suddenly becomes very intense at a very young age, and it could have something to do with that. It could also be Fitz, because we know <coughs> that he's coming back, too, right? Yeah. From the other promo. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I just hope that, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> they stay together, because I love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of drama coming their way. <laughs> Never going to happen in Degrassi World, right? It's not. <laughs> no, I mean, if you look at, like, the Degrassi relationships, none of them have ended up together. Yeah. Like, maybe Spike and Snake, if you want to count yeah. them. Um, I'm trying to, well, Jay and Manny, but, like, Jay and Manny weren't really, like, an original right. relationship. You know? Right. Like, they kind of came in later on, so. No, definitely true. I don't know. Aww. I'm freaking out the Eli and Claire fans right now, though. So yeah, yeah, you don't <laughs> want any hate mail. We don't need to. Yeah. We don't need to do that again like last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so continuing on with the promo, let's go to the Fiona and Adam situation. The Teen Nick voiceover guy continues by saying, but beginning in February, we'll be, uh, we'll finding out what they want, mean getting into deep. So we see a shot of Fiona drinking, which we've actually seen before in a previous promo, I recognize that shot. Um, but now we know that Adam is there too, and he's looking all concerned at her while she's drinking. And then there's also a shot of them making out on a couch. And then this scene where, um, Fiona says, drinking makes it easier, and then Adam says, makes what easier, and Fiona replies, being with you. So, not the nicest thing to say. Um, what's your guys' take on this? Um, I, I think that, well, from the clip that's towards the end of the promo, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but um, in the promo, she's kind of with Holly J, and, you know, telling her that she's beautiful and everything like that, maybe she kind of discovers that, you know, she wants to be with girls, and, you know, Adam's a girl physically, but she's not a girl mentally, and I think maybe, like, Fiona's kind of like, oh, that kind of solves the problem, and does all that kind of thing, I guess, I don't know. It's confusing. Yeah, I mean, it is really confusing, because, like, um, um, being that, I mean, you know, you know, jumping ahead as well, um, you know, we kind of get the sense that Fiona's, you know, becoming, you know, quote-unquote a lesbian. Um, so, and then she takes up this drinking habit, which, which she's taken up before, um, kind of to make it easier on herself to being with Adam, because mentally, you know, obviously he's a guy. Um, so I think that, like, her drinking kind of, like, drowns out, um, the perception of, of him. Um, Meanwhile, she, all that, I think that all that she wants to do is just be with girls, which is, hey, which is <laughs> the biggest revelation out of this whole promo, so. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, 
you know, I never really thought that Fiona might be a lesbian before, but now that you kind of think about it, like, I mean, her only relationship really was with Bobby, and obviously that didn't go well. Um, and well, with her brother, she kissed her brother once too, well, so <laughs> that right. wasn't very good. Um, so, yeah, I think that it would actually make sense. You know, and but at the same time, it's still surprising. Like you know, I never really considered this before. Like I said, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah. like the Paige Alex one. You don't really expect it from Paige, since you know, all of her life she's you know like constantly basically had a boyfriend, or you know she's like crushing on somebody. Um, and Fiona's, I guess, kind of like that too. But um, it, it's it's definitely unexpected, but I could see it happening. Yeah, I hope so. I think it would be a great storyline to have. And something that they haven't done in a while, so... Yeah, definitely a shocker, so... I, I definitely didn't call that either. Um, before this, I... That would have been probably, like, the farthest prediction to my mind is calling Fiona a lesbian, but, um... Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes these promos are a little misleading, oh, so... Yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, would they really, like, make everybody think that and then suddenly go in a completely different direction? Yes. Yeah, I don't think so. They probably, well, I don't know. Team Nick yeah. is, with their promos, I guess, have to wait to see, like, a Much Music one to see what they're going to do. Yeah, that's true. It, it, it might be uh, different once we see Much Music's promo, which I think is supposed to come out in the next two weeks or something like that. Which means I have to start watching much music. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, like, watch much music regularly no, or anything. No, I don't either. But, um, yeah. Um, okay, so moving on to the uh, Alley storyline, there's also a, a shot of her ripping her missing poster again, which we've seen. And uh, she says, running away is my only escape. So I guess we now know that she really does run away, which is what most people assumed. But we still don't know the reason, really. I just, I just can't help but laugh whenever <laughs> Allie in, in her in her ridiculous disguise, because it's so just, it's the most obvious disguise ever that whatever she's wearing. Um, um, I just really want to know why she's running away. I mean, we know she's had problems, but it sounds like when she left, like not that they were resolved or anything, but it sounded like they, it sounded like they were. You know, it's, it was pretty long ago. You know, it was in the past. So I'm, I'm really wondering to see what happens. You know, like like we said last week, it can have to do with Sav and you know Sav getting angry at her. Um, so I don't know. I have no clue. This um, Allie's kind of section in the promo didn't really open anything new. Just um, kind of reiterated what we've iterated in the past. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm wondering if. Like, she must be running away from her family, I'm thinking, you know, as opposed to her friends or her new school. So I think that this is still going to be, like, an ongoing problem with her parents that we're going to see. That's my prediction. I could be totally wrong, but that's what I think so far. Do you think she's going to come back? What did you say, Bianca? Do you think she's going to come back? Anybody think that... If she runs away. Come back to Degrassi, you mean? Or come back home? I guess come back to home. I mean, I guess she would have yeah. to eventually, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she will. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, because, like, where is she going to live? Like, right. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of confused about this 
storyline. Yeah. But she can't just like go to Claire's house because yeah. then they would all know where she is. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know she oh she can live on the street or anything like that, you know. Yeah. Well, and we see her at the dance too, so I think she'll probably come home because I That's doubt she'd true. be at the dance where her brother would be and not be in her like disguise. Even though it probably wouldn't even right. work. Right, that's true. But yeah, you're right. I, and I guess they, they probably do find her because there's a scene where um, Sav and his dad are like in the car and they're kind of looking worried. So I'm assuming that they probably go out and look for her. Yeah, there is a, a brief shot of Sav looking at his dad in the car. It looks kind of like a serious conversation, actually. That storyline, like, it could either be really stupid or it might actually surprise us and be really interesting and. I'm actually really good. So, I'm not sure yet. We'll have to see. So moving on, uh, there's also more Eli and Claire in this promo. Uh, we see Eli trying to, I guess, get some alone time with Claire. He says, we need time together away from everybody, just the two of us. And then we see shots of them outside and also one of them walking down the hall at the grassy. But then Claire says, stop it, you're suffocating me, and Eli looking all disappointed. So... <laughs> more of what we talked about before. Claire is kind of feeling like maybe the relationship is a bit too intense, perhaps, and Eli wants to spend even more time with her. Um, yeah, I think maybe maybe Eli's moving a little bit too fast for Claire. Yeah, um, it, it definitely sounds like um, Claire doesn't like the direction of where the relationship's going. Um, you, know, like, you know, like I said before, it could be something could happen, you know, they could be starting to do things, and, you know, um, it could be getting uh, too intense for Claire, and, um, you know, therefore, um, she's kind of backing away from that, so, don't back away, Claire, don't leave him. I wonder, like, if Claire feels like um, Eli is trying to replace Julia with her, or that she's some kind of Julia replacement, so to speak. And maybe Claire has a problem with that. That's a diss. Mm. Oh, I would. However. <laughs> 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 um, exactly. Yeah, you know, that, that's actually, like, a, a very legitimate um, concern. Like, if I were Claire, that would definitely be a concern for me um, when dating, you know, a guy that, you know, with all his past and like, what he's been through. Um, so that really wouldn't surprise me if that happened, um, or if she said something along the lines of that. Um, so that, that would be interesting as to how, how that actually that comes about and how he treats her. Um, so yeah. Yeah, so this promo also features even more Fiona and Adam. I feel like this promo is just like Eli and Claire, Fiona and Adam, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so more of what we already talked about, really, which was, um, you know, Adam saying, face it, Fiona, you want a girl, and then this Fiona and Holly J scene, um, maybe this is still to do with the dance that we saw Claire and Allie at, you know, like Holly J looks like she's getting dressed up or something, and Fiona's probably helping her pick out an outfit, um, could be for the same event, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely, I mean, it looks like Holly J was wearing, like, a really nice dress, um, it's just, I mean, does anybody think, I mean, like, we kind of know that Fiona does say, you know, you're beautiful to Holly J, but does anybody think that 
probably Jay is reciprocating any feelings or kind of leading her on. I mean, I mean, we've only really seen them as friends before. We've never really seen, you know, anything spark from that. I mean, I don't know. We just have to wait and see. I, uh, I definitely think it's a possibility. Yeah. Um, with the interview mm-hmm. that Ray did, I think last week, he was saying like, you know, all of the women in, women in his life are kind of like having issues, and, you know all that kind of stuff, so maybe Holly J's kind of, like, questioning her sexuality and, like, figuring out what she wants to do. Yeah, you're right, actually, about that, uh, Ray interview, you know, and maybe this is, like, Holly J's storyline, but I think, you know, maybe Holly J will be a little confused, but unlike Fiona, we've seen Holly J in, like, a number of relationships. And, you know, unless they make her buy, I don't think it'll really... I think Fiona just has a crush on her. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> Definitely. But, I mean, it could be confusing for Holly J. And um, there's also a shot later on of Holly J, like, lying in some kind of bed or something like that. And she's also wearing her uniform in that shot, so... Kind of looked yeah. like a hospital bed. To it me, looked like she had a cut on her. It just no, it it reminded just, me. It looked like she had a cut on her like forehead. Yeah, really? I think it was a hospital bed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that was a dream sequence. Well, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it kind of looked kind of dreamy, like um, like yeah, because she was scene. like slowly um, opening her eyes and like staring into the darkness. Right. Yeah, it reminded me of um the shot of Darcy in Standing in the Dark, the season 7 premiere, where she's, like, towards the end of the episode when she's lying in the hospital bed and she just, like, opens her eyes and looks at the camera. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. It just looked similar the way it was filmed, but... Of course, when it comes to this promo, though, everybody is talking about Eli and his fate at the end of this (laughs) season, so to speak. And there's a whole bunch of shots of Eli and Claire at the end that are very interesting to say the least. Um, we see Eli hitting Morty, looking all angsty, and then Eli driving on the phone with Claire, saying, uh, you made a promise, remember, that you'd never leave me. And in that scene, uh, to me, when Claire is on the phone, it looks like she's like wearing makeup from the dance scene. I know she has her jean jacket on, like maybe she put it over top of her dress or something, but Claire doesn't usually wear that much makeup. So I'm wondering if this is still the dance. Or maybe there's multiple dances and <laughs> that could be it, but looks like some kind of party, at least. Oh, God. My heart broke when I when when that scene or portion mm-hmm. or second came on. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, Eli, you're so freaking cute. But, um, I, I just, I just, like, my heart broke for him, because, like, I mean, it does seem like Claire, like, it does seem like that she, she pushes away here, and, like, they do break up and he doesn't take it too well. Yes, because we also see Eli speeding and Claire saying, Eli, answer me, yelling that on the phone, and then um, Eli, like, closing his eyes and maybe letting himself crash or getting into some kind of car crash. I think we pretty much know that Eli is getting into a car accident because we've heard spoilers about car crashes and stuff like that, and it Mm. must be this, I assume. Yeah, we just have to think about, like, the possible death. And I know, like, a whole bunch of people are like, no, Eli can't die and everything like that. But I think it would be, like, 
not that I want him to die, but I think it would be like kind of cool just to see like you know it's really unexpected for him to die, but I I doubt he's gonna die. So yeah, I highly doubt it. I would yeah. be shocked if Eli died at least this season because yeah. like the writers aren't stupid. They wouldn't like get rid of the most popular character in his very first year on the show. Like Eli could be on the show for like another three or four years and he has so many fans it would just like he could carry the show on his own yeah. and no. I don't think they would get rid of him this early no way I, it would definitely it would absolutely be a shock if they did um, it definitely looks like the promos are, are leading up to that um, I would personally have a heart attack if he died but like there's just no way I mean he's the most popular character on the show and like you know, like, a, a lot of the draw is, you know, Monroe Chambers, so, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, at this point, so, I mean, it, you know, like, you know, like you guys said, like, it would be kind of cool, like, if he did die, because, like, it would be kind of, like, it would be such a huge shock, and it would, like, blow everybody's mind, but, like, it just, I don't know, they, they can't do it, you know what I mean, like, it would just be dumb for them to do that, but. Yeah, exactly, it, it wouldn't be... I think they would lose a lot of fans if they did that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and at least with JT, like, you know, Ryan was probably going to leave the show either way, or at least leave the show in a couple years. Right. So, you know, he was already on for six years, whereas this is Eli's very first year, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So, that's just what I think. And there's also actually some people who think that Eli was the one driving the car when Julia died. Which I think is very possible. What do you guys think about that? Oh, when she got hit. When yeah, like when Julia died, um, Eli said that she got into that she was hit by a car. Some people right. think that Eli was the one driving the car. Oh God, that would be intense. Yeah. I feel like uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I think I feel like he would be more of a wreck if he if he was the one because I mean he. You kind of know that he blamed himself for it almost, even though, like, assuming that he wasn't the one driving the car. I think he would be more of an emotional wreck if he actually did drive that car, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one yet. Well, he is a, a wreck. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, it's his, true. His reaction to his, her death is very intense given their age, and... You know, if if Julia was his little sister or his mother or something like that, I think it would like his reaction would make more sense. But the fact that she was his girlfriend when he was fourteen right. is I don't know, it doesn't like his reaction doesn't make sense to me. So I, I think there might be more to it. And we know that there is gonna be more to the Julia storyline, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Stephen Stone's cryptic messages. And, like, what if possibly this scene with Eli driving on the phone with Claire is, like, mirroring what happened with Julia? Because, um, you know, we know that Eli and Julia got into some kind of fight, and Eli and Claire are in some kind of fight now. And their relationships have always kind of mirrored each other, in a way. You know, um, Claire has been compared to Julia a lot, and... You know, Eli's all upset because Claire made a promise that she'd never leave him, and then she did leave him. And 
I think that's a really good point. I think, yeah, I definitely think that that's a really good point. So, if does it? Do you guys think that Eli is actually like letting himself crash, like getting into a car accident on purpose, or is this going to be, you know, an actual mistake? Because it kind of looks to me like he's just like letting himself drift off the road. Yeah, I remember. Um, I don't know how recent it was. You know, talks of a suicide episode. Um, oh right, yeah. If if it was going to be anything this season, and but with the promos that we've seen, it would be this. You know, my assumption. Um, so it definitely seems like he's letting himself get into, you know, closing his eyes and letting himself crash. You know, worst case scenario, God forbid, I really hope that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's my. I don't think he would do it. I don't think this was an accident. I think he would do this willingly, willingly, if anything. Yeah, I think it's definitely on purpose. Maybe he kind of, like, blacks out a little bit, and then he, like, wakes up and realizes that he's, like, swerving on the road, and then we'll go back on the road on his, you know, own way and won't get into a car accident. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Maybe. I'm pretty sure he does get into a car accident, though, but I, I don't think that he's going to no. die from it. Um, just be seriously injured. I just was also wondering, like, how many episodes does this promo deal with? Mm -hmm. I guess we have no idea, but you know, I mean, is it just like the first six, or is it like all the way to the end of season ten? Not really sure. I mean, they've already filmed it all, so there's no reason why they couldn't include clips from every episode, I guess. Yeah, um, I'm assuming it's from for the for the whole rest of the season. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, usually the last episode usually deals with some sort of big event and you know, um, and it looks like they do end up. It'll probably be prom. That's what it, maybe my assumption. Yeah, um, maybe prom. But um, yeah. But but it doesn't go to the end of the school yeah. year. Like this is just until spring break, right? Oh, that's right. So maybe not. It might be like a spring break dance. Yeah. So. I always forget the breakup of how they break up these seasons nowadays. I know it's getting very confusing now. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Yeah, good stuff though. I'm excited. Anybody else excited? I know. <laughs> this was crazy. And I think that like everybody just watched the promo over and over and over again yesterday. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Every like I saw all the people everybody was freaking out. Oh my god, it was insane. Um, yeah. It was pretty intense. They Team Nick really knows how to do yeah. it though. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I tweeted, I was like this is how Team Nick gets people to watch their other shows because I'm pretty sure everybody was just like sitting in front of their TV waiting for the promo, <laughs> you know, yeah. not really caring about the shows. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Alright, so we're doing another Versus segment this week, and you may remember that this is a segment where we choose two Degrassi characters, relationships, or issues, and then compare them. So last week we compared teen pregnancy storylines on Degrassi. And this week, we are comparing two of Degrassi's more popular characters that we've been talking about a lot, uh, Sean and Eli, so Degrassi's bad boys, so to speak. Um, both have been mysterious characters with a lot to deal with, and both were paired up with good girl characters like Emma and Claire. So, if you guys had to choose between Sean and Eli, who would you pick and why? Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go. Okay. Um kind of torn because I love both um Eli I kind of 
when I first saw Yuli, I was like, who is this guy driving the hearse, you know, yada, yada, yada. And same with Sean, like, who is this guy driving up in a motorcycle, like, who does he think he is, yada, yada. And then I both ended up loving them, like, as their stories develop and stuff like that. Um, I think because I'm just the biggest summer fan in the world, I'm going to choose Sean. Um, I think he's, his character has just been, you know, he's been there since, you know, day one, and um, we really have seen him, you know, develop as, you know, a person growing up, and um, I really like, um, I really didn't like the way his, his storyline ended, I mean, they kind of ended, his, they kind of ended Sean going off to war and all that stuff, but, you know, aside from that, all the stuff in between, like, all the stuff, you know, getting in with Jay, and, you know, um, his relationship with Emma, I mean, I think everything, it just, I just, there was never a, be a point where I didn't like Sean, um, so yeah, my vote goes to Sean. Um, I think it's unanimous, I can't even talk, <laughs> it's unanimous for me, definitely Sean, um, I don't know, I'm still not really sure about Eli, I don't know, I, 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 I don't know, he just hasn't really grown on me, maybe, after he's been on the show for a couple seasons, he'll grow on me. But he really just hasn't, like, grown on me. Like, he's grown on everybody else. And I think with Sean, like, he came in and I, like, absolutely loved him as a character. And I loved Sema. And I just, like, I, I don't know. I, I also didn't really like how they ended his storyline. But um, I just love his, like, character and how his character kind of evolved over the years with um, Emma, too. Well, for me, like, I think it's kind of a tie because... Um, neither Sean nor Eli are really my favorite characters on the grassy. I mean, I do like them, of course, but um, my, like my problems with Sean are very similar to my problems with Eli, which are mainly that I feel like Sean and Eli have a lot of potential as characters, but instead they just end up being like the heartthrob characters. Like they're just, you know, the boyfriend instead of really getting um, like their own storyline apart from being in a relationship. They become, like, the characters that the fans just fall in love with, and Emma and Claire fall in love with, and they end up sort of almost idealized in a sense. Um, you know, they are sort of different in some ways. Like, Sean is the bad boy in the sense that he had a really hard upbringing, and his parents were both alcoholics, so he had to live with his brother, and then he started hanging out with, like, the so-called bad kids in season three, and actually that's sort of similar to KC, who was apparently like that when he was younger. But Eli is more troubled with, you know, his mental health issues and all these secrets that he had, so I guess Eli is more of, like, the mysterious bad boy, whereas Sean is more like the one who does bad things, you know, what you would think of as being bad. Right. Um, but, yeah, for me, I would have to say... I can't decide because it's kind of a tie. <laughs> I just love Sean's bicep. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to come back. People like to the grassy. Yeah. He really does. Apparently, Daniel yeah, yeah. Clark. Daniel Clark is like doing some like political bit stuff like in in New York City nowadays, and I just I, I like I like all I want to do is just like tweet him like all the time. Just like come back to the grassy. <laughs> Yeah, like his his storyline did end kind of strange because, like you said, you know, he went off to war, but then like he never came back. <laughs> it was never really resolved yeah. what happened to him or anything. There was you know, like there was kind of 
a feeling that you know once he would once he came back he would go and see Emma again and you know it was definitely more than six months and he just like never came back so they're like there was that one episode where he did come back and like at that point Emma was dating um, um let's see. Yeah. Da- Damien, Damien, and um, and b- b- like he was working out snake, snake, like to the bone, and like he was very like mm-hmm. military-ish, and like that's I think that was the last episode he was in. Yeah, and, it was. I'm pretty sure. And um, it's just weird how they really left that off. Like he was all like mentally prepared, and like I think they shipped they shipped him off to um, overseas, and um, and that was it. It was just really strange how they ended his storyline. It was. It almost got me. I was really angry at that for a while um, because he was my favorite character, and he's you know he's one of the originals, and and it's, you know that's how they ended him. Like it was kind of like what the hell? Like couldn't you have given him a better send off? But I mean, Degrassi's really known for kind of giving good characters the shaft in terms of send offs and stuff, you know. So yeah, not not sure. surprising, <laughs> not surprising, I guess. Yeah, I don't really like. There isn't very many characters that I think got a good ending. Right. No, From the true. next generation. Right. It sort of seems like they don't really know like whether or not that's the actual ending. You know? Like they always want to leave it open in case they come back. Right. So hopefully right. like Sav and Holly J, etc. Like when they get their ending you know I think now the show knows that like once they graduate that's the end of their storyline. Right. So it might be better this time. Yeah, it's going to be hard for me, I think, definitely, because yeah. they're leaving, like, halfway through the season, like, next season, so I think it's going to be weird to see them leave, unless the season's going to be from, like, spring break to the end of the school year, but it's going to be weird to see them leave, like, halfway through the season, if that does happen. Yeah, no, they think they're leaving at the end of the summer, at the end of the telenovela episodes. Mm-hmm. It'll be sad. So lastly, um, what everybody has been waiting for, I think, which is another giveaway that we have this week. And we're giving away another Songs from Degrassi soundtrack. And this soundtrack features songs from the first four seasons of Degrassi The Next Generation, a definite must-have for every fan. Last week on the podcast, (laughs) we did a guess-the-song type game. So we played a short clip from a song featured in a recent episode of Degrassi. And then we had you guys tell us the name of the song, the artist who sings it, and the episode it was featured in. And a lot of you guys got it right. The answer was This Is Your Life by Sammy Dechter. I think that's how you pronounce it. I hope so. Um, from Try Honesty Part 1. It's from the very beginning when Holly J is having her dream about Declan. So thanks to everybody who entered. And the winner is Kelly E. Claire. I think that's how you want me to say her name. Kelly Claire, Sally Claire on Twitter. So congratulations to you and I'll be messaging you on Twitter for more information on how you can get your Yay. prize. Yay, congrats. Thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I admire anybody who got that because like I when I first listened to it yeah, I didn't, I didn't know either. So <laughs> I, oh, I was I was really hoping I, I'm sorry if it was too hard. I was I'm the culprit who picked the song so I apologize <laughs> if it was too hard. If we do it again, I promise to pick an easier one. But good job, well, I mean, to get yeah, it right. Some people got it, so yeah. Yeah. it's fine. <laughs> so for the contest this week, we're actually going to do something a little different. 
Um, on the next podcast, we are planning on discussing fan experiences meeting the cast. We were supposed to do that this week, but because of this promo, we're pushing it to next week. So I know that we all have many stories to tell about these experiences, but we also want to hear from you, the listeners. So if you have an interesting story meeting one of the Degrassi cast members, send me an email, Aaron at DegrassiFans.com, or for those of you who haven't met any of the cast members before, you can also email us and tell us which cast member you want to meet and why. So include the story along with your name and age and where you're from, and we'll be selecting the best one and reading it on the podcast next week. Plus, you'll get a Songs from Degrassi soundtrack. So if you entered the contest last week, don't worry, you can enter again if you don't mind. Um, but you also should be a Canadian or U.S. resident to enter because we can't ship worldwide. Um, so yeah, we'll be uh, continuing these giveaways because they've been pretty popular so far. And we're hoping to have other things to give away soon as well. So keep listening for that. Yeah, next. So there you <laughs> have it. <laughs> Oh, I was gonna say, Go ahead, yeah, next week, next week's episode is gonna be pretty uh, funny. There's lots of stories, at least on my part. So, yeah, Aaron. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Aaron had some, some of them yesterday, and she was laughing pretty hard. So, I think everybody's nice. gonna like them. Yeah. yeah. Between the three of us, we have a ton of stories to tell you guys. So, definitely stay tuned for next week. It should be a good one. Yeah, for sure. So there you have it, episode three of Degrassi Talks. Yeah, I think I need to think of a better way to conclude this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> endings are always really lame. But um, once again, if you guys have any comments or questions, please send us an email. And we're hoping to keep getting better each episode. So like we said, uh, the next episode of Degrassi Talks will have another giveaway. We're talking about fan experiences, hopefully another versus segment, since people seem to really like that. And get excited because new episodes are almost here, and I can't wait to just start discussing those. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yay! That is that. <laughs> Alright, so talk All right, to you guys bye. next week. Alright, bye. Bye, everyone. Let's do this together, Degrassi Talks.